this is a shitty sweater I'm wearing. Everything sucks. Ghosts don't exist. When you're dead, you're dead. You're maggot food. Well, that is true. <laughs> this is The Boop Show, episode 312. It's Monday, November 22nd, 2021. dancing you got a lot of energy today what did you what did you do today to give you so much energy what'd you do i'm pretending oh this is just <laughs> <laughs> this is all fake enthusiasm it's called acting well uh Insane. yeah I, I whatever it's infectious i feel it i feel your energy i feel your power i feel your uh how could i not be excited this monday it's a new week it's the week it's the week of thanksgiving here in the u.s how could i not be excited yeah, it is exciting actually i like i like thanksgiving it's nice now, even though I've kind of already had my big nasty one with all the family, like the big like joint family thing with like 30 people, that already happened. We did it last week. We already had the big nasty. Yeah, we're yes. done. No more turkey, no more any of that. Instead, we're doing oh. this quieter, smaller thing with just our kids this week, and it'll be some kind of southern uh, flavored food, seafoody business. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Because you know mm-hmm. we get all that fresh seafood out here in Utah. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it's directly from the seafood of this mountain. Yeah, right from the mountain seafood uh, place that mm-hmm. everyone, of course, knows about. Uh, I got a recommendation to make, and that is this. If you somehow uh, horribly injure any part of you, your back, your arm, your legs, whatever, and you're looking for a good time, uh, drugs prescribed by a doctor, of course, and Halo Infinite multiplayer are a real fun combo. I really enjoyed mm, it. Yeah, a funk, a funk combo, a fun combo, funky combo. I, I don't even know what to call it, but it was a muscle relaxer and uh, me playing that game, and I had a real good time um, <laughs> playing Halo that way. I'm having fun with it uh, sober as well, but on those relaxers, it was uh, whew, it was quite the experience. Uh, anyway, there's that, and then also I wanted to just say I don't know if you'd noticed this, Brian, but I think the promise Microsoft made about putting all those. Uh, uh, X blade things in their server farms and stuff. These things that were supposed to like way drop down lag for any of their cloud gaming. Right. Right. They must've done it, or at least I'm connected to it because prior to this week, I had a fair amount of latency controller latency, mainly the game the games themselves look fine, but the response from me to server and back for controller were, uh, I could tell they were a little bit off. It wasn't the optimal way to play a, a much more action oriented game. And I just assumed, well, that'll either improve or that's just how it is. Or maybe I live for, too far from, you know, wherever these servers are being run in a server farm. And I haven't really thought about it. Um, suddenly this week, the same week, coincidentally, that they uh, make it so that uh, Xbox Series S and X users can stream from. The, maybe the Xbox One as well. I'm not sure. But you can now mm-hmm. do uh, xCloud directly from the console if you want. Yeah, I heard um, they were trying to do that. So yeah, that's so that's be done. working. Yeah, and it works. That works great. No problem. But also I noticed that my latency is halved easily. Like it's it's un, it's not noticeable now. And uh, something changed. I don't know what it was. Feels good to me, though, because uh, I needed that to improve. And it did. So I did a lot of that while I was down. I couldn't move, sat on a couch a lot uh, with my stupid back. And I just played a lot of Halo, a lot of Forza 5, a bunch of xCloud, and... Uh, you know, a lot of console games. I played a $3, because it was on sale, $3 uh, uh, Castlevania game from 2013 that I didn't even know existed. I played that. That was fun. That was a good time. It, it was is old, a good time. It was an old 3DS game that got that got remade for consoles or something. 
And I oh didn't... yeah 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 is that the it, it, is that part of the advanced edition? No, it's not. It's the it's when they ventured into 3D business. Um, uh, forget the name of the damn thing. Mirror of Fate. So it's the Lords of Shadow oh. series, and then Mirror of Fate is right, the right, right, right. specific one. Hmm. I'll say three things about it. It's old and looks at okay. It's not the prettiest game, uh, but the soundtrack's amazing. I didn't know they had such a nice soundtrack for that. And thirdly, the gameplay is real good. So I'm in. I'm hmm. having fun on that three dollar experience. Uh, Beat that. Yeah, someone on Twitter told me about it. Uh, hey Brian, what is a good gaming PC for Christmas? If I asked you that, what would you say to me? I'd say get bent, leave me alone. Great, perfect. <laughs> you might have to because <laughs> you can't get a, you can't get cards right now. Still, it's still hard to get the GPUs. Right, I get this asked every every year. There's always a, a deluge at uh, you know, family, friends, of people who are asking me, "Hey, Brian, my kid wants a gaming PC. What should I get him?" And I, I'm having to tell them like last year and this year, I don't know, man. The the, the things aren't flowing. The spice is not flowing. No. I don't know. And I'm not going to look it up. So well, good luck. Here's the thing. Uh, a good PC. I mean, you can get a, a great PC pre-build or otherwise build it yourself for not that much money these days. The big trick is getting mm-hmm. a GPU that's worth getting because yep. they're all gone and on a shortage thing and all that. Yeah. It's just like buying new consoles. Um, <laughs> I saved a follow up question. I saved another friend, Brian, from screwing up. They went to Amazon, went the xbox the new xbox is in stock i'm buying it yes. i said yes will you please go make sure that doesn't say xbox one x and not xbox yes. series x and they went oh i got the wrong one i'm like yeah that has happened to so many people yeah they're their naming convention as much as i'm enjoying microsoft's ecosystem right now their naming conventions right. for their stuff it's terrible it's not a good idea it's bad i mean maybe it's nice. fine from here on out but you got too many X's in the past. You really F that up. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah you got to figure it out. Yeah. The next one will probably just be the Xbox. Yeah. They'll probably just go back to the original. I kind of thought they were going to. I really did. I thought this has been the one I did where too. they did it. Well, they kind of did. It's an Xbox and it's a Series X of the series. Xbox. Which is the biggest pain in the butt to ask for anything. Because it's like, oh, I want an Xbox Series thing. They should have called it the Series A and the Series B. It's not as sexy, but it, it makes sense if you're buying it. You don't you're not you don't feel like an idiot when you're looking at the names and you see right. all these X's. It doesn't throw you. You just say, Oh, there's the A. That's A. Everybody wants A. A's best. Okay, I'll get B if that's what they have, right? You, you know who's doing it right? PlayStation. PlayStation. Yes, they always PlayStation. have. Put a number on it. Put yeah, a damn put a number, number on, on it. Thing. It's the smartest thing Sony did and decided to do. And I don't know why Xbox feels like they gotta be screwy. They could have. They had the Xbox. They could have gone Xbox two or X two, X three, X four. They could have done all yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. How cool would it be to say I need an X four? What's that? Oh, that's it's not Xbox too late. Four. Ooh. It's not too late. Instead, they just were like, 360, you know, like a full revolution. we're clever we're clever with naming shut up when i I got my ps4 pro i knew exactly what it was it was the enhanced version of the ps4 that's right but help dude i'm loving my series right now loving it right loving it hey hey before we go any further i want to just talk really quick about something i just saw a couple of minutes ago before the show and i've been kind of kind of putting my thoughts together on it what do you got all right so, you know, Ridley Scott, love Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah, I saw this. So, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so The Last Duel, his movie just came out. Box office, box office performance, uh, a little lackluster. Uh, very, it he tanked by yeah. any any stretch of the definition, that thing tanked. Not because it's not right. good, but because nobody went and see, saw it. 
That's it. Right. And and where does he lay the, the blame of it at? He Millennials. Says, uh, what it boils. This is on Mark Maron's podcast yeah. this past week. I'm, I'm, I'm reading quotes and stuff. I don't have a deep in, a knowledge of this right now. So just this is what it says. What it boils down to are the audiences who were brought up on cell phones, the millennials, who do not ever, ever want to be taught anything unless you're told to it, told it on the cell phone. That is such bullshit. I, like, lo- I love Ridley Scott. He's a, a visionary Scott. filmmaker. He's also old as dirt and has ideas he doesn't understand. Look, the way this works is this. And I'm it's not even my generation, all right? I'm Gen X yeah, all the yeah. way, so are you. Yeah. We don't care about any of these weird classifications of uh, generalizations people make about generations, number one. Number two, right. uh, it doesn't matter whether they were the first ones with cell phones. Cell phones don't tell them what to do or like or whatever. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'll bet your new movie's awesome. I just don't think anybody in a post-COVID world was in the mood to go to a movie theater to see your slow, historic, drab thing, which looks great. Don't don't get me wrong. I like historic stuff, even if it's whether it's based on real history or not. uh, His his director's cut of of, uh, Kingdom of of Kingdom of Heaven. That's right. I think that's right. Um, One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, He's made some of the greatest films of all time. Blade Runner, Alien. I mean, the guy is the man. I love Ridley I, Scott, and I also love old man Ridley Scott who doesn't understand things, which is great. I love it, but I'm just like, dude, you're, you've got it wrong. You've got it wrong. Got Phones it wrong. are not the place where kids go to learn things. Games games are the place where, where kids can, can learn historical, long-form entertainment. Right. Games but are also, a, a he new did, thing, he, my friend. This idea that, that – I don't know who he's – if he's talking about millennials, all right, those are people – He's talking about anybody younger than him. Yeah. I think that is what he's saying, right? Anybody younger yeah, than him? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what put me off on it. I saw a Good really stupid-looking right Ben Affleck in it. That's what I saw. And I went, oh, yeah. okay, well, I'll wait for that one to be on streaming. That's what I yeah. did. Now, I don't know if anyone else did that or if it was purely me, but this gut reaction when I saw Affleck in that blonde wig thing, and I went, oh, I'm supposed to take that seriously? Well, I'll wait and see you later. I'm not doing that right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, we've had enough drab depressing crap. I mean, if you're historically into the the time frame in which he's the story he's telling, absolutely. But this is always a big risk. I just think it was just just bad timing. It has nothing to do. He's, I think he thinks like a lot of older people do. It's like, oh, these kids are always on their phone. Everybody's always on their phone. Everybody, mm-hmm. every generation yeah. is always on their phone. Yeah, and my mom so, lives I mean, on her unless phone. You're, She's yeah, unless you're... Yeah, unless you're just to a certain point, you're just too old and you can't even engage with the phone because your vision is so bad. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. But I just thought it was I thought it was interesting because I thought it was interesting because it led me to thinking about where are kids really getting uh, their historical information from besides studying? Where are they getting it in entertainment? Is it in video games or some of these war video games? Do they have uh, uh, anything material that they're they're giving us that is uh the teachings i think this like his biggest complaint i think was that he wanted to impart some kind of wisdom or knowledge or history Mm. into younger people and you know it didn't work no i got bad news for him if this movie would have come out when i was 15 i would have cared two shits about it so two shits that's if he's trying to even the millennials right now right the millennials would be like you know, late twenties and their thirties, right? Well, out of most of them, out of their twenties by now, they're in their thirties as a right. general rule. And the thing is, they're—it's just way too blankety. I'm annoyed by it. Here, don't be like that. You know what? Who else should not be like that? A Scorsese. His whole thing with like Marvel has ruined films. No, it hasn't. It right. has not. Make a thing compelling to see, and we'll go see yeah. it. 
If you're just doing art movies, fine. Well, guess what? The, the world's your oyster. Use Netflix next time. Whatever you're going to do. Those guys trying to like figure out why their old world of film isn't matching yeah. up with the new world of consumption is the day, right. is the age old thing of old people not figuring Every out what time. the young people are up to. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's, it's, I can't believe I thought movies would last forever. I thought this art form would last forever. No, art forms come, go. It's, it's all like And these guys are responsible language. for coming in and kicking up dirt at a time when other filmmakers <laughs> were feeling the same thing. They were the yeah. young upstarts yeah. that were coming in and changing the way people thought. They were the Spielberg, right. Scorsese's, uh, Scott's, all these other, other people that came in and said, we're going to fundamentally change film now. And all the olds yeah. went... You know, the John Houston's of the world sitting around going, blah, 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 blah. they don't like it either. So I'm just saying no. now you're those people. You're just going to repeat this. We're just going to yeah. keep repeating I, the freaking cycles that we're going to do. I think you got caught up on the thing that I got caught up for about five minutes myself. It's just like, hey, look here, old people. Stop it. Because yeah. I'm, I'm about to be an old people myself. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, stop it. And I'm like, uh, but then I really started thinking about it. Not five, 10, 15 years down the line. But what about 50 years down, down the line when, you know, are movies still going to be you know, a thing are games which are interactive, you know, beyond just a static storytelling. I mean, where are we going? Is, is our, our video games going to be, of course they are. Of course they are. Who are they going to be, be around. Who's, who's going to be the, the artist that brings it to the <clears throat> next level. They'll also be, I want to know. There, sure. there will be film. People will sit and watch movies and TV. Oh yeah. There'll still be film. Just like there's always, there's still paintings. Yeah. You know, there's still, there's even still vinyl. There's still Mediums, everything. Mediums don't generally completely die. They just fall out with the uh, with the mainstream, and you know, and and then you get like the people who are really niche into it. The mediums usually last. It seems like forever. Mediums a way of communicating and yeah. you know, expressing that. But so movies aren't going anywhere. Yeah. But will they follow the mainstream? I mean, will there be you know who knows? Will it be like that? No, I, I think that you know. Mostly, half the, I think half the point is game. who knows. Nobody knows, and then the old people yeah. get irritated because they couldn't predict it. So. You don't know. I don't know. They don't know. Nobody right. knows. It does what it does. It is what it is. And long after Ridley Scott's dead, there will be people appreciating the hell out of Blade Runner and his right. director's cuts and his vision and the different stuff he did and the different genres he played with and amazing film. The guy is an amazing filmmaker. No doubt. No question about it. But there will be a whole nother set. Somebody right now, some young up and coming filmmakers are blowing people's minds early. We haven't yeah. even seen them yet. Yeah. They're about to change yeah. the landscape. And then when yep. they get to be 80, they're going to go, well, I don't know about this holographic projection from your butthole business. The kids are into <laughs> whatever it is. It just is. That's the, that's the thing. See, I'm, I'm guessing that games in the next 20, 30 years are going to be the thing. I get, I'm not even, I'm not even well equipped enough to predict what how technology will you know progress and what will be important yeah. in in you know 30 40 years well so. brian dunaway one of the one of the great steer things back into the main topic kind of people took me on a ride today <laughs> he really did that was fun though we don't always get to do that but no. we do it other other shows but this week we don't we try to boop it quick yeah we we're do. not booping it quick today we're we're no. booping it slow it's a holiday right so open your it's mouth and take boot. this Let's get to uh, what is going on this week. So we got some decent review or some decent releases coming out this week. It's, uh, actually, it's, it's a tough release, but the few that are coming out yeah. are the top. I mean, everything else is like I picked the three top ones and everything else is like five people are interested in all the rest of the game. So these yeah. are the ones that really are making noise. Yeah. And the one I'm actually looking forward to first or most is maybe this one. Uh, Lens Island comes out on the 26th yes. of the month, which is 
This Friday? Yeah, Friday, I believe. Yes, correct. Friday. On Black Friday, you'll be able to build, fight, farm, and explore. Experience your own path. Whether it's building the home of your dreams, tending to your crops, and watching the sun go down, or explore the mysteries of the island and the darkness underneath. But you may want to take a sword with you. Thanks, <laughs> Zelda. Uh, they claim a bunch of uh, play styles are included in this. Uh, a big sense of progression, all within a vibrant and engaging world. Catering to the hardcore dungeon crawler fans, home builders and decorators, explorers and completionists, farmer fanatics, uh, collectible hoarders, and people who well, just want that to is like the, the simple that life. is like the widest brush I've ever seen anybody paint with. Pretty wide, yeah. Um, yeah. This immediately caught my eye, though. Is looks like it might very much be my jam. Um, like an adult Animal Crossing kind of. Yeah. Not, th- not that adults can't play Animal Crossing. I, I love Animal Crossing, but um, I was playing it right before the show. Is, fact, how but. about a human? How about a human Animal Crossing? Um, yeah, there you go. Ma- yeah. Mammal Crossing. There you go. Mammal Crossing. Nailed it. Uh, you can do all the dress up and the build it and the make it and the farm it shit and make friends in town and all that. Uh, it seems cool, and I think the graphical style is nice. And I also think the build tools look like they're pretty robust and not too complicated. Mm. So I'm, I'm super into that. Yeah. We're watching the video footage here of people playing and it just seems to be pretty quick. Yeah. Just nice and clean, easy to understand. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm for this in my life and I want to build cool things. I don't want to fight this too is, much. It sounds like you don't have, you don't have to engage in right. uh, that stuff as much if you don't want to, but uh there's color coded buttons and items and oh yeah, dude. yeah. This is by far the most uh, wished for game on my, in my friends list on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynn's Island is, and and one of the reasons why is because it's had a couple of false starts. They thought they were going to release earlier in the year. Uh, a couple of things happened, and they decided to release uh, this week because they practically have no competition. They really looked and said, "What's coming out on the week of Thanksgiving?" Mm-hmm. And they were said, "Perfect." And it's so fine with me, yes, yeah. Totally fine with me. That looks like something I'm going to dive into. So check that out. That will be, we don't have a price yet. TBA on the yeah, price. I would, I would assume $29.99. What do you think? I'm, that looks I'm like 30 bucks. Yeah. I'd call 30 that 30 bucks. bucks. At least 30 bucks. Could be a little more, but yeah, we'll see. Yep. Early access though. Keep that in mind. It's not coming out as a finished full game, but uh, no, it is not. Yeah. But it looks like there's a lot there and it's been in development for a while. So yeah. I think it's going to be a pretty complete. We'll see. That doesn't do it for you. How about on the 23rd, you played Temple, sorry, Temple of Doom. Tunnel <laughs> of Doom. Tunnel of Doom is Tunnel the word. Uh, this looks like your good old-fashioned move room to room kind of roguelike action hybrid, and it is that. Uh, mixes tower defense. <laughs> sorry, I just had an electrocution they, they, happen. They put they put that very low in the list of ingredients. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's mostly carbonated water and sugar, and then way down there is a little bit of, you know, something like aspartame or something. Yeah, and the aspartame, you just you just... In this case, you don't want it. Right. But anyway, uh, tower defense, melee, range combat, gameplay, randomly generated stuff. Every run is different. You guide Angel on a quest to rescue her husband. Uh, grab the resources, discover perks, and use what you find to battle waves of monsters. So if that sounds like a roguelike to you, it definitely sounds like one to me. Uh, pixelated art style, all that stuff, things you're used to. It takes place in 1903 at Goldcrest, a small mining town. And because of some incident, the mayor shut the whole place down, including the mine. Ooh, why? Why did he do it? Well, you got to go in there and find out. Yes. Oh, no. And hopefully, and it's 1903, so her saving her husband, she's probably going to run into some, you know, male chauvinist along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me what to do. Yep. This is America, and I'm a woman, 1903. I'm about to show you how it's done. Damn straight. Coming to Steam, Xbox, Switch, all for 14 bucks, uh, whichever platform you prefer. And then finally, the one I've been hovering my mouse over all day 
Yes. Oh my God. I'm excited about I this can't one. Decide. This one. I thought this was hitting. I thought this was Game Pass. Why isn't it Game Pass? What the it, uh, the well the reason why you probably thought that is because I think twenty one eventually made it to Game Pass later in its uh, life cycle, uh, and so Farming Simulator twenty two is coming out uh, today. It's actually out right now, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Was there a twenty? No, there wasn't even. There was only the last one was nineteen, and I think you're right. That one just maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what it is. So I did say twenty one. You're right. So Farmer Simulator twenty, Farming Simulator twenty twenty two is out today. I I like Farmer Simulator better. Like Farmer Simulator managing every part like Ratatouille, but it's with farmers. Well, look, you gotta you gotta get those farmers simulated. What are you gonna do? Uh, the, I've been hearing from fans of the series that this is a really big upgrade um, yeah. over previous versions of the game, not just some small changes. And uh, among them season are... Season cycles is something that they're really excited about, you know. Yeah, different seasons. About myself. I thought they did Jacked that already, up. but I guess they had some DLC for Yeah, there's different seasons, but this is going to be cycles. More like I think like Forza is, you know, you got like got new things to do and new equipment to check out. And oh, I see. Different things you can plant, you know, like once a week, probably got like, like Forza does it like by week, right? So you well, can have four like, did. Yeah. Five doesn't have any of that. Yeah. Stuff, four. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Four. Yeah. Five's got five. I keep forgetting five's that. out. Yeah. Five's sorry. amazing by the way. Oh my gosh. I haven't played it yet. It's so good. I can't I know stop. it is. I love it. I love it so much. I've been playing almost exclusively that and Halo multi- multiplayer last week. Um, and a little Animal Crossing here and there to make life better. But uh, anyway, no, they're going to add these seasonal cycles. They got new machine categories, yeah. crops. They're going to add gameplay mechanics with that experience. And uh, they're just saying it's a ton of new I'm, stuff. So there you go. I'm a fan. I when I saw a 19 show up, I think it got originally on. It was one of the free games on Stadia. Yeah. And this is going to release on Stadia, uh, Steam, Xbox One, all of them, PS4, everywhere for like 50 bucks. Yeah, and Stadia I still was, exists, right? Still a thing. I can get Stadia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you still get and uh and they actually got like, some good deals going on right now. But uh if you're really interested in that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was like uh I was a huge fan of nineteen. It took me a little bit to get into it. I was like, I don't know, this looks stupid. It's on stadio, why not? What else I got to play? So I was just trying it out mostly just to see, you know, how the bandwidth would be at that time. And I ended up getting hooked on the game and loving it a lot. And so I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, you know how I feel about I like chore core games, right? I like having yeah. jobs to do and I'll do them. Um, for some reason, this one always pushed me away a little bit. And I think it was because in farming Sims or farming games, I like top down kind of jazz, you know, right. I don't, don't want to, I don't want to so much be, um, you know, driving shit. <laughs> Don't worry, you you could you can jump in and out, and you can you can drive from behind. You can drive a third person. You can drive in the seat itself. Uh, you can jump around. All right, get yeah. up, get up, get down, jump around like the song. Goes. Jump around. Yeah. All right. I mean, wear your pants on backwards. That's, no, that's uh, the other one. That's, that's Chris twenty second, which is today, which means it's out right now. So go check it out. I would like to remind everybody that the Boop Show is one third of the Frog Pants trilogy of video game shows. That includes Core, which happens on Thursdays, and The Instance on Fridays. There's something there for everybody. We talk about indies here and a bunch more stuff on those other shows, so go check them out and find out why Boop is just one-third of a fine, well-rounded meal of video game coverage. Yes. Well, are we the cranberry sauce? No. Well, yes, but in the can that comes out in the wobbly uh Yeah, because nobody shape, likes yeah. real cranberries. Every time some every time some ant brings it says, I'm gonna show you people how to eat real cranberries. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I don't want that. Get I want the here. can. I want that. the shape of a can. I want people to cut it in slices. 
Like, right. like big I love the cranberry sauce. That's not actually cranberries. Thank you. Damn straight, right man. All right, now this. Hey, we're going to talk about some games now. These are the games we played this week. And uh, what we try to do here on the show is bring up games that are usually new-ish. Um, and the reason I say that is I'm going to be taking us down a, a road that's not exactly brand new, but new enough. Um, I downloaded and played a game I ended up really liking quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called Cyber Shadow. And um, it's available everywhere. I played this on Game Pass uh, on the console. It is available also on Steam, Switch, PlayStation, and PC. I think I, I said Steam. Somewhere. I've played some of this. You may have it. It's also, it's definitely mm-hmm. on Game Pass, um, which is where I'm playing it. Uh, if it looks to you, chat room, as you're watching this, and I'll describe it to the folks at home, if it looks to you like an old SNES game or NES game, rather, not not even SNES, mm-hmm. but like original Nintendo game, it's because it is, and it's on purpose. Um, it's not, you know, it's not a game you can go p- plug into an NES, but, but this game is definitely from that uh, inspiration. Right. And limited color palettes. Yep. The whole deal. Yeah. There's not, you know, no parallax scrolling. It's just, Mm-mm. uh, what? 256 colors or less, maybe yeah, less like right. 16 colors, maybe, um, very eight bit in its presentation, not only in video, but also audio. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. I'll give you a little taste of it. Here you go. So this goes for a sec. I'm going to skip to some gameplay. Here's that. So as you can tell, you're straight up playing. Like, yeah, it's just old school as shit. Um, Now, the thing about it is you might be for those who have played Shovel Knight. I would say that's a good comparison. Shovel Knight Mm -hmm. is also tries very hard to, to replicate that early NES side scroller action kind of vibe but it's a lot more visually modern oh I, uh, I don't know i think they're kind of the same to be honest they're, they're pretty close this yeah. looks more i mean there's more going on here but it would be like comparing the original mario to the original metroid it's it's okay. it's just like a i don't know how to explain it it's okay, just it, 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 they they try very hard not to make fit. this seem like a game this looks like a game you could convince somebody and say oh yeah i bought that in 1985 you, you you'd Absolutely. feel like that could be true um, and that's if they definitely included one this on one of my NES minis. I would have totally said, "Oh, I never played this. Cool." Yeah, it's very much like that. Now the gameplay goes from pretty manageable and you know intuitive or whatever to very difficult, very fast. Uh, it's hard, and a lot of those early NES games were. That was like the hallmark of yeah. those games. So if you were playing Mega Man back in the day, the original stuff, they were hard. The original Metroid, yeah. a hard game. Uh, they're wow. not easy. And uh, those Ninja Gaiden games from back in the day, not hard or not easy either. This is a lot like that, um, especially because you're a ninja. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, you're this cyber ninja in some sort of weird future, and uh, you get some abilities as you go that aren't just your sword. You, have, you can throw a star and that sort of stuff. Uh, so a bunch of things in the game like that. You die a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that the game does a pretty good job of the save places being relatively close to where you died. But right. there is some of that redo, you know, a screen or two if you died, you know, not far enough from your next save or whatever. Um, so there's that. There's the kind of a checkpoint system. Uh, the action is exactly what you think. There's a lot of air control. Uh, the the sword works like you think it would. It just sort of swipes. 
And when you throw the projectiles, they, you know, they fly across the room. They and land. Kill stuff. And it's even, they're even doing uh, like the flying things, like mm-hmm. the flying bugs. Mm-hmm. They actually do the flashing thing that the NES used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it would like, like it's like, flash it couldn't, out. it's like it couldn't do it. Like it wasn't like I couldn't do it. That was yeah. the point. It was like, yeah, we're, we're trying to do too much, which is really frustrating if it was part of the hitbox and bouncing back and forth. Yeah. It would just, Oh, and shovel nights so like that as well. Shovel night is very like you'll a big boss or whatever kind of flickers a lot. Um, right. They're really trying to, to dupe that experience and they do a pretty good job of it. Now, personally, those are things I would call artifacts of the era. And I wish they weren't part of this. Um, Right. I don't mind it, but I I mean, I, I guess I appreciate or I, I respect the adherence to how accurate it is um, right. for the era. But I, I kind of wish when you're making a new game now that you could ha- that you could say, well, we're going to not have the things that they were forced to deal with back then and just make what the experience maybe should have been without the flicker or without the slowdown or without the whatever. Right. right. So there are plenty of games that do that. You know, there's a lot of games that are just pixeled and, and surface only. And really the rest of the game is very modern. Um, this, this game is like a straight up across the board. Everything you do and we'll see and, and deal with is like an old NES title. And uh, for good or for worse, that's the game it is. And I think they've done a pretty good job here. This was made by our Arnie med Mekaskull Hunsaker. Arnie. I don't know how to say that guy's name. Arnie Mekaskull Hunziker. 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 It's not Hunsaker. It's something else. But anyway. Right. But it's, it's published by Yacht Club Games, which which they, you know, that's some pretty Yeah, they do a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, they, they do a pretty good bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, you know, I like single developer stuff. I, it's never yeah. a problem for me. Um, anyway. I like that the developer challenged himself to work in the constraints of that, because that, that's going to pay off uh, later on mm-hmm. in his you know, game developing. So that, that's awesome. But I'm with you also. It's like, uh, we might've sacrificed, uh, the, the, the enjoyment of this game for the authenticity of yeah. the game. Yeah. And again, I love, I love, I respect the effort. I just right. think that you could have done some things with it that would make it not the punishing part. It's meant to be hard. I don't have a problem with that. I just think some of the right. technical limitations that you made sure to represent just don't necessarily have to be there. I think right. you could have gone just a tighter, cleaner thing. And if anything, maybe maybe Shovel Knight does a little better, or not better, but does that more than this game does. Um, right, right. Anyway, it's very cool. I like it a lot. Uh, it was released on January 26th, so it's actually been out for a while, and that's why I say this may not be the newest release <laughs> that I've ever played, but having had some hey, time with it, it's I, all I really right. enjoyed it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Who cares about age? You know, we used to do that. We used to play games from like six months, eight months in the past, simply because so many games were in early access and we just didn't feel uh, like it fit the show at the time to Mm -hmm. be doing all these early access things. Only recently in the last probably six months have we really just Mm -hmm. been trying to be cutting edge every week. It's like, oh, here's the brand new thing. Yeah, so So here's an older thing. And it's old. I mean, it's not that old. It just came out It's still this year. I mean, as many indie games there are, it's almost impossible to keep up with all of them. So I'm I'm sure a lot of people are seeing this for the first time. You're bringing it to attention because it's on the Xbox Game Pass. So Mm -hmm. anybody has access to it that has the game pass. So that's fantastic. What, what's the low end of the Xbox game pass? Is it still 99, nine 99? Uh, you're doing just Xbox. Yeah. And if you're doing just PC, yeah. yes. But if you're doing both, if you want both, you it's do four. ultimate and you pay. Yeah. That's what I do. 14. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally worth it. 
Uh, it's a very cool game. Also plays really well on cloud. I might add. I played it on my phone for a bit with a uh, with a hard not hardback. What's it called? That thing I bought. Uh, yeah, the backbone. Backbone hardback. <laughs> hardback. Um, I played with the backbone and it played <laughs> great. Uh, super responsive and. I mean, what do you call the thing that we keep in the back of our bodies? You know, hardback. It's a, it's what a hard backbone. Backbone. Hard. Stiff. Bone. The stiff part. Hard. Stiff. Bone. Bone. <laughs> Anyway, it's cool. I like it. Um, I'm going to give you now my... Uh, oh, I was going to tell you, it's 20 bucks most places. I think that might be a little much. It's a big yeah. game, so there's plenty to do. Somehow 20 feels high to me. Um, game Pass, no brainer. It's just, you know, you're yeah, already yeah. paying for Game Pass, so it's no big deal. But uh, the price seems a little high. That maybe docked at a point or two. Um, the way they describe it is this. The world has been taken over by synthetic life forms. A desperate plea for help sets Shadow, that's your character, the sole survivor of his clan on one last mission to uncover what started the path to perpetual ruin. Perpetual. Uh, here are my pros. I'd give this, uh, I think it is a pro to say it has this old school NES uh, adherence. And, um, you know, you could, you could have convinced me this was an old game that was just like made widescreen yeah. for the new release or totally. something. Um, that's how authentic it feels. Uh, the sound also would qualify as that. The gameplay is hard but rewarding. If you do beat a level that's really hard, it does feel real good that you did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's difficult. Um, good save placements. Again, for a game that's meant to be hard and difficult and go back and redo it, it doesn't punish you too bad that way, which I usually hate. But in this case, I don't think it's so bad. And I got decent far into it. I probably paid played, I don't know, four hours of this, something like that. Right, right. I got pretty far. I w- um, I also, if I had any cons, it'd be just this one thing. I wish the main character was more animated, but again, this is how those games were, you know, they can only yeah, do yeah. so much with sprites back then with the power they had. Um, right. I think he would be cooler if he just wasn't quite so eight bit. Yeah. yeah. Which again, it, it's minor. It's a minor yeah. little thing. And I'm, I don't know why I'm hung up on it. I just wish there was a little bit more of that. I, I think is, and we talk about the, the value of a game in terms of dollars and this game looks cool and i love it in the game pass and i think i have this somewhere i don't know where um but yeah twenty dollars is how long to beat it's about 10 hours Mm -hmm. and it is uh it is never on sale the most has ever been on sale is i think the 10 percent that sometimes they have at launch which is 1799 Mm -hmm. uh so you know that's fine it's fine if you want to you know, it's only, never it's put your game on old, sale so it's, and, it's, it's and just not, have a high value on it. That's perfect. That's great. You've made an economical, you made a decision to the economy of it, but it does impact how people, you know, look at the game, the value of it. It's like, oh, 10 hours for, you know, what, what, like t- for $20? I don't know. That's, yeah. Mm, it seems like it, there's other games. Yeah. The markets, does, you know, you're you're right. There's a lot of competition. I, I agree with that. So you can't, you right. can't rely just solely on the, the authentic, authenticity thing. Someone in the chat says yeah. they actually like the NES flashing. I see. That's why I think they did it. I think there's a whole generation yeah, of kids absolutely. who love that. But even yeah. when I was, you know, younger, I was in high school and I'm playing NES games. I remember going, yeah, this flash is not on purpose. Like they wish they couldn't have the flash. They wish that. Right, right. The hardware. <laughs> that was a, that it. was yeah, that was just a result. It wasn't what they wanted. It wasn't to the intent, happen. yeah. And they just couldn't yeah. get around it. But the fact that, you know, that, that's going to be true of any PlayStation 1 stuff that ever takes off again if it ever does. They're going to want it to look sh- shitty or yeah. else what's the point of making a PS1 revival? So so anyway, uh, I'm going to give this thing a score. I'll give it 8.3 ninjas out of 10 other ninjas. So there's that. Oh, 
high enough. Pretty high. Decent. Yeah, it's a good score. I, I feel really good about playing it. Again, yeah. I think Game Pass made the value proposition a much easier choice. Yeah, um, agreed. I don't know that I would have even looked at this if I hadn't seen it there, which is one of the values of, of Game Pass. Um, so I think it's to their credit that they made the deal here because I don't know if anyone would play this kid's game or not. I say kid. I don't know how old he is. Um, Look at this kid. Yeah, My name is Ridley kid. Scott, and kids are stupid. Is that a guy that took that dude four tries to kill that boss we just watched? Oh, he's still not done <laughs> yeah. with him, it looks like. Oh, oh no. that's Boss uh, fights are psych. hard, man. It's a, it's a guy inside the suit, man. Yep, yep. he's. Uh, that's how they get you. It turns out the boss was a mini boss the whole time. Ah! No. Looks like he's got him now. No. Nope, he's, now he's a tiny little f- creature. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, no. Three levels. Oh, it's like across a little spider goes to the wall. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it yeah. reminds me a lot of Metroid in terms of theme and stuff. But uh, It does. Yeah. If you want yourself some interlaced looking, nasty ass 16 color NES throwback action, hot damn. Right. I got what hot you mean. Hot dog. The game, once again, is called Shadow. Sorry, Cyber Shadow. <laughs> and uh, you should uh, go check it out, especially if you have Game Pass. All right, Brian, let's talk about your game this week. Your pick is Undungeon. Undungeon, not dungeon, but Undungeon mm. is also on the Xbox Game Pass, but I played it on PC or Steam mm-hmm. oh. because the developer, Laughing Machines, and the publisher, Tiny Build, were nice enough to send me a, a Steam game code mm-hmm. so I could check this out on my PC and not just my Xbox. Love my Xbox, but it sure is easier to record. Hey, look, it's the void. Hey, Scott. <laughs> I got a question for you. Go. How does a pixel art action RPG where you play as a menacing bird beaked herald, like, you know, like the Silver Surfer, mm. that the local god summons into existence after the cataclysm known as the Great Shift haphazardly combines seven parallel dimensional Earths into one shitty mess? Good Lord. Right. And guess what? Mm. It's your job to run around doing quest and side quest to get to the bottom of the mystery of what the hell happened. That sound like the game for you? Yeah, why not? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. Mm. It's pretty rough. This is talk about, talk about a tough game. Mm. Anyway, put me in, God. I'm ready to play <laughs> Undungeon. Here's some music. I love it. Yeah. So this is a, uh, like I said, it's, it's pixel art, and it is uh, action RPG with a big old fat story and a lot of world building. Uh, and you get to play it as a sort of demigod who's uh, it, who has just been summoned and created so that you could uh, put these seven uh, Earths. Like, okay, so the, the great shift in the story has combined these seven Earths. So there's different parts of those Earth that are all together, and it's your job to try to figure out a way to make it work. So that little dude, some things are already, that little dude is you're controlling that dude, right? This I'm the dude. I'm the Grim Reaper looking uh, dealer of death. Okay, they've gone with an interesting style choice here. He's he's not your usual yes. Reaper type. He's a like big bony, high shouldered looking football player. Yeah, he guy. he kind of reminds me of like uh, something from uh, uh, Dark Crystal mm-hmm. or something. You know, it's it's more like that. He's kind of got that big hump, big old hump. But you're yeah. going around and you're traveling. Uh, you're portaling to different uh, chunks of Earth that are left that and and meeting residents there. 
and they're all afraid of you because you're the herald that you're just as uh, you're almost as important as the God, the local God to that. I think there's supposed to be seven gods. I, I haven't unfurled all the story yet. Mm. I don't want to spoil too much of it either, but this thing is really story rich. First thing you're going to notice about this game before you start your little action RPG, mm. you better carve some time out, my friend. You better sit down and go, you know what I'm, I want to do before I start my action RPG? I want to read a shitload of stuff. There's a lot of reading here. That's a lot. There's I mean, that looks, what of, that looks like, that panel right there looks like that, uh, what's that, oh, that new RPG everyone loves, oh, um, ah, the one Bo just went on and on and on about, gosh dang it, Disco Elysium, that's what that looks like. Oh just yeah, a, Disco Elysium. Yeah, like a totally freaking book over there, man. Yeah, it, there's a lot of reading, but you know, it, it's, it seems to be fairly entertaining and there's, there's, there's choices that you have to make as you go along. And the choices really impact this game long term and short term. Uh, you got to make the right choices, uh, not only on your quest, but you also got to make the right choices on how you interact uh, with, with, the, with the citizens of the different areas that you encounter. Uh, and you've got, you know, if you perform a quest, it may give you a little bit of a, you know, an up for these people, and they may give you a little something back, a little extra side quest, so that you can go get some weapons, because you're going to be going in an overworld when you teleport to these different chunks of planets. You're going to be going, uh, you're going to have an overworld that you're going to be navigating to different areas on the map, and once you get in there, that's when you're finally getting into some action RPG stuff. Woo! But uh, it, it it does take some reading, uh, and all the quests are like, like, let me tell you a story. Oh, God. And I'm like constantly choosing the I just want to leave <laughs> option. Yeah. It's like I want to go. I want to fight. I want to put it on the map. Mark yeah. it on the map. I want to go. I want to fight somebody. I want to go rescue somebody, and you know, and bring the thing back to you so that I can get my upgrades. The upgrade path and the customization on your character is huge. Mm. It is like a huge matrix of stuff all the way from. Uh, you, you have your character has what's called a core. And off that core, you can uh, upgrade certain basic skills like, you know, your ability, how fast you are, how much stamina you have, you know. And you can do that, but then you can also unlock new cores. And then that old core is just gone. And you got to start all over again. But maybe this new core allows you to do a few more things in the tree, the little skill tree. So just in that section alone, put that to one side. And then you can replace the organs as you fight other enemies. They're mostly creatures. If you, as you fight other enemies, you'll collect, uh, you'll collect parts like, you know, bones and hearts and organs and different things. Yeah. The things you need. There's a, right. There's a, there's a part, there's a crafting system in here where you can craft things like organs or you can, maybe you collected an organ. Then you can apply that to your demigod and that will adjust his stats again. So you're constantly tweaking the stats and that's really important because this game gets razor thin on success. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you're not, if you're not loaded out just right, you may get into a lot of trouble because the enemies also evolve as you evolve, mm -hmm. as you fight them and okay. they can stack buffs. So they'll start getting like infinitely harder. Those like areas where I just come in, I'm like hitting something like I'm, I'm not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing squat. What yeah. happened? Yeah. And I just didn't have the right loadout. Yeah. And equipment. Like so. you do. I feel you. Yeah. But you know, most of it's like hack and slash. There's some there's some melee stuff. It wasn't too good with the uh with the ranged attacks. So most of the time I just ran around with my my herald uh and 
you know, hack slash, hack slash, you know, just try to throw some grenades. You can get grenades too. The interface in this thing is really interesting. There's a lot. I played it on the controller. You can do it with the keyboard too. I don't know how, but you can do it with the keyboard as well. Mm. Uh, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, button mashing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I get, mean, in combination where you've got to like navigate to this thing so you can switch to this weapon so that you can fight with this weapon and then you can switch to this, this item. And so there's a, there's a lot going on here. Uh, this is a very deep game and uh, I enjoyed and hated my time with it. With oh, Undungeon. a little bit of both, eh? A little bit of the old... A little uh, bit of... Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you... I, here, I'll give you some pros real right, quick. Give me a pro. Visual style is pretty damn sweet. Hand-drawn pixel art. Love it. We talked about the pretty deep world multiverse building. That is way cool. I like... I like what they got going on. I, I would like more of this story. I'd also like more characters to play as. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Mm. Cons. This game forces you to play at one speed. The game speed. No matter what you do, even if you like, eh, I don't feel like working no more on the main storyline. I'm going to do a side quest. Just as difficult. Just as wordy. Just as paced. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's no, repeat, there's no reprieve uh, from the pacing of this game. You mm-hmm. just you have to play at the game speed that is set. Sure. sure. Uh, and there's a and it's still fairly early on in release. Uh, it's on the Xbox Game Pass, like I said, on on Steam, I believe as well, for $17.99. I think that's 10% off the usual $19.99 if you go check it out there. Uh, how, how long to beat? Don't know. I don't know. But one last thing. Yeah. There are still some game-breaking bugs in this game. Oh, no. So, yeah. Um, you'll find, and it really becomes a problem because this is a rogue too, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you will you will keep some of your things, but consumables, whenever you die, which is often, uh, you lose all of those, and you lose all all the weapons except for your basic weapons. Uh, you still keep your progression that you've done inside your creature, uh, but there, you, there's a there's a you know pretty decent penalty for for dying. It's like starting over. Sure, like, ah, sure, shoot. sure. Yeah, you don't want to. And do that uh, if you can help it. Yeah, you don't want that. No, so, no, ain't nobody want to no, die. Nobody wants that. But yeah, like you heard the music, you seen the visual style is very appealing. It's very deep. If you have a day where you just like, I want to play at whatever game speed the game wants to play, mm. then this is the game for you because it will take you on a journey. Right. It will take you on a slow journey that is very deliberate. Nice. I like and slow journeys. Bring me a slow journey. Uh, what's slow uh, did you, journey? Did you give it your? Uh, did you already give it your cons? I did not, but I'm about to give it to you now. It, it is now. seven Earths out of ten complicated godlike actions. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. that's mm-hmm. a lot of Earths. Seven of them. It is a lot of earths. Yeah. And like I said, and this probably should be an eight on anybody who enjoys playing at the pace the game has set for you Mm. with no reprieve. Like if you like a on rails uh, experience that, you know, it seems, you know, there's a lot of choices along the way, but really they're just micro choices that are just illusions. Right. Because I mean, you're just really, you're just really tweaking stuff out. Sure. You're just tweaking it. Yeah. Like so it like might be an eight. Out of, if, you, if you like that, it's probably a little bit higher, but it, it lost a point for me because I don't like doing that. I like, you know, I like being serious one minute and then taking a lay, lay back a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. take it a little easy. But that's me. What's this eyeball you're talking to? He's having a little conversation there with that eyeball. That looks cool. Uh, yeah, that's um, I can't remember his name. Was it oh, Viticus? Viticus. You keep going back to the hub. Viticus. You're part of a Herald's. 
it's it's like is hub is 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 short for like Harold's United baloney front i don't know but it's yeah but so you go here and then viticus kind of informs you because you just got born Mm -hmm. so you don't know that you don't know the nuances of reality Mm -hmm. you just know that you're very powerful everybody knew you were you were coming eventually that you know it was foretold and so you kind of got this little bit of uh newbie arrogance to yourself so Mm. this that that part's interesting the role playing is very is very interesting it's got a really good role playing part to it nice Nice, yeah. Uh, well, well I'm, done. That's, I'm dungeon. That's a that's a that's a it's a game, and it's available. And if I were people out there, from what you describe, and you have Game Pass, that is where I would try it first. Make yes. sure you're cool with uh, a lot of those systems that he mentioned, especially the reading. There's a lot in there. Oh, there is a lot of reading. If you're just if you're like I said, when I saw it, I saw the trailer for it, and everything, and I I kept getting this sense of hack and slash. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna you know, because it's practically gonna be like. Uh, well, this this character is really cool. He's talking to you right now. This is like the lady in the wall. Uh, She's pretty cool. Like yeah. I said, there's a lot of good world bit, building in it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it is an undungeon. I there thought it was go. gonna be like a kind of a dungeon crawler hack and slash. No, it's like the it's opposite. Not really, it's the opposite of a dungeon. Might look like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no dungeon here, yo. So undungeons Mm-mm. that game. Mine, of course, is Cyber Shadow. If you have further questions about what we talked about today, of course, our show notes over at frogpants.com/boop will include all of that time to play guess our game or guess my game guess each other's game <laughs> guess our game is a game where we uh, play old audio from an old uh, video game and we try to guess what each other's is uh, i'll give you a, a couple of hints here for mine which i uh, always start with let's see where is mine there it is this is okay i think i've done this one already so this is like a test to see if you remember me doing it okay chat room's already started the oh. chat chat room's already started. They always say choplifter. That's that's their yeah. Thing. <laughs> so here it is. Oh, no. I know you've guessed this before, but we're doing it again. 1985 is the year. That's all, all right. I'll say. Arcade. I'll tell you that much. All right. Here you go. It's so obvious, but I'll play it anyway. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like you. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, welcome. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> that part kind of reminds me like they lifted it from uh, Gauntlet or something. Welcome. I mean, it's that era, right? Crappy voice modulation yeah, yeah. in video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love that stuff. Huge yeah. fan. That I'm, sounds so much like, uh, also sounds like, oh, 19 what? 85. I thought the music would give it away. Because the music's pretty, here. Oh, Welcome. Oh. <laughs> Any ideas? I, <laughs> it's tricky. 
It is tricky. That music sounds like, but it's, if it is, it's a terrible translation of it. I, 80, would you say 86? 85. 85. That would have been, okay. I can give you a so further it hint. must be based on, okay, so if it's based on, okay, so if it's music, I should know. So it must be based on something, uh, intellectual property. So let's is it like a, Let's say it's based on an IP from the previous welcome, year. Welcome, welcome. The previous year. Is that, like, uh, is that like Temple of Doom or something? You are correct. Nicely done. It is that's, Temple that's of Doom. That's what kind of gave it the way. The, I think between the fact, you had to give me, you had, you had to give me way too many hints. I don't I know. Know well, you know, it's fun to get there. I mean, look, you, had a, you, you practically fed that one to me. Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom was an arcade game I put a lot of quarters into. Right. I don't even think it's a very good game, but I have really fond feelings for it. And just hearing that sound again makes me happy. So that's why I chose Welcome. it. And I'm pretty sure I've done it on the show before. All right, I'm going to play yours now. Uh, 80, what'd you write here? 87? 1987. So uh, two years later, we just, yeah, two years later. Yeah, two years later. All right, let's see what we All got. Right. Oh, my Lord. What's the platform? What's <laughs> I think this I got this off. PC? I think this is the, I think this is actually Commodore 64. Commodore? Version. Yeah. Yeah, so you went from high, high quality arcade. Yeah, the arcades later, were all the they were ahead of the home stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is the part. This is the part you should know. Okay. That part? <laughs> no, the part that was before the. <laughs> this is early on uh, Lucasfilm games. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Um, oh, thanks. That's actually, yeah, actually, it was okay. So it was also, I played on the Commodore 64, but I think it was also on the NES. Anybody in the chat getting it so far? I'm not looking. Uh, I will say that one person who streams retro games has guessed it. Someone who streams retro games. I don't know who's doing that in there. Well, no, they're not streaming right now. They're watching no, no, us no. right now. No, no, I mean, no, I mean, like we should. I don't know who does that on the regular, but we also should uh, promote them on the show for free, which we'll do in a second. Oh yeah, we'll uh, in a second. All right, I'm gonna come close to giving up here, but I'm gonna say oh, I'm having like Apple II E slash Commodore. You know, I'm yes, having flashbacks. It's actually yes, definitely C64. Uh, what is that? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm totally out of this ideas. Maniac Mansion. Oh, Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion. Horse poopy. You might have played on the SNES. I mean, I NES. All right, so I'm looking at the chat. Oh, it's Tondragosa. Tondragosa yeah. uh, does a does a retro game stream. Where? Where? Yes. Twitch.tv oh, slash Tondragosa or what? Yes, of course. Tondragosa or Gossa, I think is how Tonda says it. I always say Tondra, uh, like with an R, like because I'm dumb. T-O-N-D-A-R. Sorry, there's no R. T-O-N-D-A-G-O-S-S-A. That's, that's it. where it is on uh Great on Twitch. retro streamer love watching Tonda. Yeah, go check it out. Tonda's been around the chat forever and ever and ever. Oh, Tonda's been a been a friend of the show forever. 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 And uh, he knew it was that maniac mansion. Oh, someone else said hard hat Mac. I almost said that, Squishy Touchy. Oh, hard hat Mac. Yeah, I used to love that. Was that like a Dig Dug thing or something? No, was it was like 
it was a Mario ripoff. I mean, or like a Donkey okay. Kong ripoff kind of. And uh, oh, okay. Commodore had it. You can oh, I remember the this. Apple stuff, Apple twos, Apple two E. Yeah. But the uh, but it was never a mainstream thing. It was very rippy offy. <laughs> they were stealing. Yeah. They were stealing ideas. I liked it though. Um, all right. Well, I mean, even uh, even uh, uh, id Software's first game was essentially Commander Keen was essentially uh, like they wanted to try their hand at like a Mario game. So I mean, you know, everybody's oh. borrowing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Wicked Kitten, yeah. look at her cool. She knows all the the commands here in Twitch. She's got us a link in. Oh, name. look at that! Thanks, Wicked Kitten. You're the best. It was also her birthday like last week. So happy, <gasps> happy birthday, Wicked Kid. Also, I'm gonna follow Tonda Gosick because I didn't know he did. You this. totally should be following Tonda. Yep, follow and follow complete. I will now know when he wait goes to live. wait till you get an opportunity to see uh, Tonda's up close and personal camera. It's awesome. Is it right up his own arse or what are we looking at? Is it's you? You'll have to see it. Okay, you won't believe it until you see it. Is he do one of those like virtual things, like an avatar or something? I love that. No. I think that's so cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, there you have it. We've done it. Uh, you win, I lose. <laughs> is how that <laughs> I don't know. I think we both lost because, I mean, you really, I mean, you practically handed mine on a silver platter. I yeah. just, eh, I just do what you can. sucked it up. Uh, reminder that uh, next week we'll have games as well. And uh, Brian's going to be doing X01, which I played a bit of. So I'm not going to review no. it, but I'm going to definitely want to talk to you about it next week because I have some questions about that weird ass thing. It's a very, the funny very... thing is, I was a little worried because it looks like a weird-ass thing. And But let me tell you what it's doing on Steam right now. Mm. Since it's been out on November the 18th, which is what, like just days ago, it's getting overwhelmingly positive reviews out of 794 reviews. That bodes well yeah, it's a for trip. my enjoyment. It's real weird. So uh, you'll have to play it, and then we'll talk about it. I have no idea what I'm reviewing yet, but I'll come up with something, I'm sure. All right, time for this. Yes, the familiar sounds of us doing emails. We got an email here. Uh, came to uh, boopshow at gmail.com. That's the email address to keep and use and use as often as you want, you guys. Like this person, Sandy in the UK, wrote in. Says, Hello, uh, hey, boopers, Sandy here. Oh. With a question about your PS1 Mini. Did you ever get any fun out of that thing? Mine is all dusty, Sandy in the UK. <laughs> uh, same deal. That thing is uh, poopy McPoopy pants. Not great. It's okay. I, I, okay, so the only game I ever played, spent any time with, on the PlayStation Classic was Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah, and it's called I the Classic, not the Mini, game. right? They don't call it the Mini. Yeah. No, they call it the PlayStation Classic, yeah. right. right. Uh, but, hey, isn't, isn't it neat to pull out uh, that PS1 console a little bit like it is and pretend like you have a shrink ray that makes things approximately 40, 45% smaller and 90% less fun? That's all, that I'd want. That's all I'd want is just the box, which is, I guess, what I have. So I can always look right. at this tiny PS1, but I don't want to play it. Right. The games are bad on it. <laughs> They're just not good. <laughs> and then when the ones they included are not great, like they needed better selections and I don't know, it's just bad. It's not an, it's it's, just, it, it was rough. Yeah. They, they had no, uh, Hey, you know, Sony, sometimes they just don't have any faith in what they're putting out. They just kind of go oh, here. It's what, weird, what, here. right? Like I love the yeah. Vita. I was a huge Vita fan. Loved my yeah. Vita. Fed that Vita every day. <laughs> And yeah. uh, they they acted like it was this weird kid that broke into their house and they couldn't get rid of. Like I don't understand. Yeah. They're they're so weird. Nintendo acts like everything they put out is like 
gold. It's like, yeah. oh, look at this. It is fantastic. It is yeah. the next thing. It's always just like, oh, here's the thing. Try it. Yeah, try think? it. Oh, did no? it sell well? Okay, we'll make another one. Oh, it didn't? Okay, forget it. We mm-hmm. don't know what we're doing. No. It's like VR right now. We don't know where they're at with that. They don't know what they're doing with it. No. Are they going to do it again? They keep, sometimes they say, well, we think we had a real good time with that last one. Oh, does that mean you're going to do it again? Well, we can't. Blah, blah, blah. Nah. <laughs> you know, and then like the, the Vita and the PSP, they're like the Zune of PlayStation machines. Yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> they bum me out. All right. Uh, thanks for the email. And uh, yeah, that's about all we're getting out of ours. <laughs> uh, hey, don't make, forget. Make something nice on the shelf. That's yeah, all make something really nice is. on the shelf. That's exactly right. Now, here's the deal. Uh, here's we get toward the end of the show. It's a good reminder to everybody that uh, if you stick around for the, the, the end of the show, if you're in the chat room, you're going to possibly win some prizes. Uh, so stick around for that because Kanye West on Twitter, just kidding, just somebody named Kanye. Uh, gave us a couple of steam codes and we're going to give those away to some lucky person in the chat room so stick around for that it's always fun to do and if you're like man i want to be there live you can do it every monday 3 30 mountain time frogpants.tv our website is frogpants.com slash b-o-o-p boop show at gmail.com is that email address once again and as always you can find us on twitter at boop show uh give brian a follow on uh, twitch by the way brian dunaway mm-hmm. i'm at frogpants and uh, you're, when do you do your homework nights? I forget when you're doing that. I do my homework on Tuesday nights at uh, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, and I do it again on Sunday. No, I just said that all wrong. My schedule has changed. Thursday night at 6 p.m. before the core show, I do my homework. <laughs> and then I on Saturday between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern time, I do my second part of my homework. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That makes me warm down on my Great core. Uh, Boop Show on Twitter. Follow us there. Let, that way we can let you know when shows go live. Also, Brian puts some stuff up there i put some stuff up there it's a great follow so go check it out our reddit page is also linked on the website all that stuff is good i think that's going to do it for us again chat room stick around you can win some stuff don't leave uh we'll be back next time with more until then everybody here in the states have a great thanksgiving everybody else outside the states have a great whatever the hell it is you're gonna do and we'll see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like Steam. I love Steam. Command the Enterprise. Play Star Trek.